Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode of the Bill Kasky Podcast, I tell you about a client of mine named Daryl who closed a $5 million piece of business. I'm going to give you the five things that he attributes his success on this deal to today on the Bill Kasky Podcast. I'm glad you're here. Hey everybody, Bill Kasky, back at this week's episode. Oops, a little microphone problem here. Hopefully that's not annoying. Um, I want to talk to you about a client uh, who I have been coaching for a while, and he just closed a large piece of business. I said it's $5 million, but I don't want to let that get in the way of the story because whether it's a million or five million, it's one of the largest uh, deals ever to happen in his company. And there were five things that, as he and I debriefed it when he called me with uh, just ecstatic about it, I said, well, okay, let's let's dissect it here. Let's learn from wins. We can also learn from wins, not just losses. And so that's the this is the result of that conversation I had. I have a high achiever mentoring group that I work with, and there's uh, 13, 14 people. And if you're interested in being a part of that, you can go to BillKasky.com. The very top, there's a little mini banner there that says get on the wait list. We'll be opening up uh, other spots soon. I do it uh, throughout the year. But Daryl has been in the group for about a year. And a couple of things about Daryl and really about any high performer that I've noticed, there's two things, two attributes that high performers have. Number one, they are eager for knowledge. They are eager for coaching. And Daryl's one of these guys that He would call me prior to a call. He'd call me after a call. Part of the work that I do with my clients, you get access to my calendar for coaching, and he is non-bashful, not bashful at all about using it. And sometimes they're little five, 10-minute conversations, but it's really just to right the ship. It's just to get his thinking right. And when he had this uh, massive deal, he called me and we talked through it a little bit. Uh, Two is high achievers, high performers have a, a knack for speedy implementation. They implement quickly. They don't think about it for a month and a half. Now, they don't implement everything, but if something strikes them as something that would be helpful, they do it quickly. And he is one of those guys that is a a quick implementer. So those are two things you need to know about high performers in general. He was always, always been in the 200 to 300K range. And this is a story of how he landed this huge client, five things that he said made all the difference. So are you ready? Number one had to do with his initial outreach, and he sent an email to a person that he knew inside the company with a link to a video that he had crafted just for this client. So it was a customized video that he put on Dropbox and basically said, mentioned the client's name in this video and said, look, I may have some information based on some of our data and research and trends that we're seeing that might be important for your business. And that if you'd like to have a call where we can talk through some of those things, I'd be happy to do so. It's your call. Here's my calendar. 
And eventually the call got booked. There was a couple other emails back and forth, but that's not important. The book, the book, the booked call uh, happened. And then Daryl sent them a video link that he sends to all of his client or prospects prior to the meeting. So he is sending them something prior to even even having a conversation with them. And it was him just looking into the camera, talking about his company and the mission, why they existed, and how they were looking to help clients solve some of these large problems that they had. And the lesson there is don't just get the call booked and then hope that the customer shows up in the right frame of mind. Help them. Help them get in the right frame of mind. And so he's become very good on video because he does this a lot. And he was looking into the camera and just said, look, let me, we're going to have a call. Here is something you need to know about our company, about our mission. Here's the kind of things, here are the kind of things we're going to be talking about on that call. So it was a very, very casual, but now they see Daryl on video. And by the time they get to the call, they feel like they know him a little bit versus just turning up cold on a Zoom call or a Teams call. So that's number two. Number three he started the first call with this setting the tone. We call it the upfront understanding, the upfront agreement. It strikes the tone of exploration rather than selling. I don't know how long it takes you to hear whether the person who is selling is selling, the salesperson is selling. For him, it didn't sound like that at all to this prospect. He said, look, I have no idea if anything that we do can help you with anything you do, we help a lot of people in your industry, but it remains to be seen if, uh, if we can help. And he was very clear about it. He said, you know, look, we're going to explore a little bit. I'm going to ask you some questions. And he had actually a documented list of the questions that he takes with him to every call. If you do not have a documented list of the questions that you want answers to, to help you decide if this person you're talking to is a real prospect or not, you're missing it because we can't remember all the things that we need to ask. And if we, if you get out of a meeting and I've, I've heard this happen so many times, oh, you know, I should have asked that question, but didn't. Well, did you have a list of questions? Nah, I, you know, I just kind of wing it. No, you're not winging it. Every deal that you come in front of, every potential deal is too important to wing. Winging it is not impressive. It might be cool and it might give you some satisfaction, but it's not helping your prospect. Number four, through his questioning that he had, he found that not only was this prospect open to discussing this, but they also had some serious problems and some serious goals that his company could both fix in the state of problems and help them get to with their vision. And he became very clear about what they were facing, some of the struggles they had, some of the circumstances, and he was able to share how they would help this company fix these problems and get them to their destination. Number five, fast forward to the proposal stage. He found out during his discussion how much these problems were costing this company to have, and he proposed his solution. They came back and said, you know, Daryl, we like everything you've done here, but can't you lower that price a little bit? To which he said, no, I'm sorry. Uh, we don't do that. Um, we have uh, assimilated the price and we've concluded that this is a fair price given the uh, problems you have and that we think we can help you with. 
And he does have a guarantee in there that it, it's kind of irrelevant, but he does have a, if you work with us and 60 days later, you don't find that we're on the way to solving this massive problem, you can, uh, you can nix the deal. So there was a risk-free guarantee there that I think is important for all of us to have because it just lowers the bar to entry. It just allows people to uh, come in easier knowing that they can always back out if they're not getting value. But he's never had anybody back out because he brings a lot of value. So when they said, we want you to lower the price, he said, no, we don't do that. And critically, he offered to abort the process, to leave the process and say, look, if, if this is not acceptable, I can't lower price and won't. If you believe that the price is not fair and you prefer to go find somebody else who can solve this problem, I wish you luck. That's, that's fine with me. I mean, I'm, he was totally detached from the outcome. Now, it's hard for Daryl because this was such a massive deal. And I find that it's easy for me to say, hey, you got to be detached, but it's a little bit harder to do than to talk about doing. But Daryl is a student. He believed what we were instructing him to do. He had full confidence that this was the right thing. At which time, about two or three days later, they came back, they emailed him and said, nope, that's okay. We want to explore a longer-term deal with you at those prices. So there was absolutely no client pushback after he said, no, I cannot discount. And I think that's an important lesson because it's too easy to get sucked into that discount game and discounts come right to the bottom line. They, they get removed right from the bottom line. So if it's a $5 million deal and they want it for four and a half, guess what? That half million dollars gets sucked right out of the bottom line. And he was not willing to do that. Partly, partly is because he's paid on profit. So he didn't want to do that either. So there you have it, those five things. Number one, initial outreach had a video with it that's custom for the client. Number two, after the call was booked, he sent them a video link that, that was a little bit inform, was informative about the kind of company they were and who they like to work with. Number three, the first call he did his upfront agreement that struck the tone of exploration rather than selling. Number four, he found that they had some real problems that they didn't even know they had until he started asking the questions. And number five, he said no after they asked him to reduce the price. So what did you learn from that? Is there anything that Daryl did that maybe you're not doing? And that's always the key with these podcasts is I want you to listen with an eye toward your business, not toward Daryl's business, but toward your business. And ask yourself the question, when I am in the process of pursuit, am I doing these things? Do I have a video that I can send prior to the first booked call? Most of you don't. And I urge you to. I think the percentage of effectiveness goes up. I heard once a guy named uh, Doug Brown who interviewed me on his podcast, he's done research. He said it increases 40%. If you send a video out before, your closing rate goes up 40%. Now, do you believe that? I don't know. Is it 40? Is it 80? Is it 20? Regardless, if it's a big deal, it's worth you shooting a video for. So I want you to be, as you listen to my podcast here, be thinking, what can I learn from this? And then, because I said earlier, speed to implementation is an attribute for the high achiever, make sure you implement this quickly. Maybe it's not all five of these things. Maybe it's just one or two. And you say, okay, 30 days from now, I'm going to have the video done. I'm going to have my upfront agreement done or whatever. 
So hopefully this has helped. Once again, you can go to BillKasky.com if you want to hear more about some of the work we do and get on our wait list for the High Achiever Mentoring Group. And uh, you can go to BillKasky.com, click on the link, and you'll get some information there. And I hope this is helpful. Congratulations, Daryl, if you're listening to this. Daryl's not his real name, but he knows who he is. But he was he's a great student, and I just wanted to share that those five things with you because if this can help you, then I want it to, and I want you to go out and close a big deal because of these five things. See you next time. Bye.